Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Health Chats Among Friends. My name is Deidre Kendrick. I'm a nurse advocate, educator, and navigator, and I love, a, love bringing you reputable resources through my community of resources, through my friends. So tonight, I have Leah Wingard here, who's going to talk to us about who she is and also this wonderful service that she is a part of. So Leah, say hi. Thanks, Deidre. I really appreciate the invitation to uh, talk to you tonight. I work with Care and Prepare, and we're a nonprofit organization. I'm their executive director, and I've been with them uh, three going on four years now. And our goal is to explain healthcare rights and responsibilities uh, in such a way that people are, are moved uh, by their options as well as uh, by the way it leaves a legacy for them. Oh, that's so wonderful. Before we dive into Care Prepare, which is a wonderful service, we could talk about it all night. I'd like you to tell the audience a little bit about who is Leah. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, <laughs> Leah Wingard is a native of Texas and Fort Worth, so rare as hen's teeth, I think. I don't know. Uh, I grew up on the wrong side of town. It was right for me because uh, over on the east side, uh, you had to uh, catch on quick to things and uh, Thank God I was poor enough and smart enough to get some scholarships and work my way through school. So um, I'm very grateful for uh, those opportunities. I knew I wanted to uh, help people in some way. And uh, for about the last 20 years, I've been creating compelling messages in healthcare. And so just feel blessed to work with some really great teams. You are a true advocate. You are. So care and prepare. When I first heard about these services, I was blown away because it is amazing. I believe everyone needs to visit your site and learn more about what you do. But I'm going to let you explain to the audience um, what is care and prepare. Well, I appreciate that. We are a small nonprofit with some revolutionary ideas. Uh, we believe that advanced care planning is really helpful in the ultimate uh, begin with the end in mind project and, and the name of that project would be your legacy. So we're really big on choice and on legacy and what we try to do is um, take plain language and help people understand what their legal rights and responsibilities are uh, with regard to healthcare choices. Um, I heard recently of a uh, uh, prosecutor who had won all of the cases that he ever tried. And I thought, wow, that is, in and of itself is truly amazing. But when I found out that he always wrote his closing argument first, mm. I knew that's why he always won. He knew what at the end wanted to look like for himself. He knew he was seeking justice. And, and that, from that platform, then he moved out from there and making his case. So care and prepare just encourages people to begin with what they want their family to talk about, you know, someday, long time from now, uh, when they have their memorial service. What do you want your Aunt Betty to remember about you? What do you want your neighbors? What do you want your friends to say about you? And if that's the case, shouldn't you be about doing that right now? So um, we say uh, plan while you can. Uh, it's always <laughs> too early until it's too late, so don't wait that long. Uh, and that's why Care and Prepare is really here for individuals as well as organizations. We 
we help take out some of the mystery um, from something called advanced care planning. Now, I don't know about you, Ruby, when I first heard those three words, advanced care planning, I thought, I don't know, something boring is really gonna happen next. But honestly, it's one of the most important gifts that you could give to your family. Because, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing like a healthcare crisis to bring out the best and the worst in folks. So it's very liberating when you can say, I know mom or dad or my sister or my spouse or my partner would have wanted ABC. And whatever ABC is, then, that, then you carry it out. It's so much easier to carry out wishes than it is to try to, you know, have ESP in that mm -hmm. critical moment mm -hmm. of, oh no, we never talked about this. I don't know what my beloved right. wants in this situation. Or guess what you would, or what you would think they would want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, literally we've, we've had conferences on ACP and I wish I had a camera rolling because this lady came up to me and she said, thank you so much for explaining this. I finally have a piece about what I did for my mom who passed away. And I, I happened to say, thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing that. How long ago did your mother pass? And she said, it's been over 10 years. I can't imagine carrying that weight for over 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, my goal is for nobody to ever have to do that again. Um, Karen Prepare is trying to revolutionize the way that we do uh, advanced care planning in Texas, and I'll, I'll break some news. Uh, we actually are, we've got a beta site we're working on right now to put our facilitators into a physician's office. <clears throat> we're looking at potentially other community partners, um, but we're going to put facilitators in physician's offices help them talk through what kind of medical wishes they have just so they can kind of puzzle it out. We're, we're real big on choice and legacy. And so it's, it's, it's up to the individual, honestly. But what we want to do is, and we are talking with Vinka, who's uh, I think the foremost expert in advanced care planning um, medical record uh, software. That's the word I was looking for. And so what we're doing is we're putting together a trial registry and a beta site to talk with individuals um, who are, at this point, we're dealing with, you know, people that need it the most. And we're also interested in, in helping our African-American and uh, minority communities out because they're suffering disproportionately from COVID. So the, we've written a couple of grants. Fingers crossed that one of those dominoes for us. So we want to put these two, thank you. We want to put these two revolutionary concepts into play so that people can make their mind up about what their decisions are. And then any physician who has a web browser and has their demographic information can, can go to a web browser, put in this information, and they'll have right there, Mrs. Jones advanced care planning. And if she's done it more than once, say she did it once, you know, 10 years ago, and she's decided, well, my husband has passed, and I, I need to update this, or maybe she has remarried, and she wants to change her wishes, and her new spouse, she wants to list him, they'll have a record of it in the software. Oh, so that's awesome. 
right now, um, advanced care planning in Texas is almost non-existent. It's usually uh, specific to a, a, an organization. And um, really, it should be the other way around. It should be personalized. It should be easily accessible. And that means you've got a big job ahead of you. Well, we do. I'm really yeah. excited about it. I think maybe mm -hmm. that's, that's why I'm speechless at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now, it's, it's kind of rarely done and rarely accessible, which is the wrong way around. It needs to be patient-centered and easily accessible. Yes. And Binka is the way to do that. And so they have been, uh, they've been doing this for quite a while, and they actually have six other states that they would, uh, or, or that they've already set up. So they can reflect on that experience and help us in Texas as we look forward yeah. to bringing this online. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a big deal and uh, we're really excited about it, but yeah. um, you know, we need all the help we can get. So yeah. So Right, right. And there's so many um, things that I want to say to you. So number one, um, thank you for doing this. This is amazing. And then number two, I would ask you, what would you say to someone who says, well, I'm just in my 20s? Perfect. You know, 18 and over is the perfect age for you to state what you would want. And I know that sounds odd, but if you look at all of the legal landmark cases in the United States, all of them involved individuals in their 20s when they had the original illness, injury, or accident. Now, they may have been you know, sustained on life support or other means for 10, 20 years. But if those young people had just documented who their healthcare agent was, we call it choosing your champion. Um, because I, I, who doesn't need a champion? <laughs> you need an advocate to speak for you. Mm -hmm. And when you choose your champion in the form of a medical power of attorney, you are giving someone the authority to speak for you if and when you are not able to speak for yourself. Now, if you're fine, you, I mean, this is just in case of emergency. Mm -hmm. do, do you have uh, car insurance, Deidre? Of course. <laughs> do you have insurance on your house? Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe on a couple of very, you know, large appliances that you're a little concerned about. Mm -hmm. um, that's all this choosing your champion is. I mean, it's a, uh, it's there in case you need it. I mean, we hope you never need it. I mean, that would be the goal, is that you would never need this piece of paper. But God forbid you be in a situation where it is needed, and there's no one designated to speak for you. Mm -hmm. The, the good news is there is a plan for you. The bad news is it's the state's plan for you versus your plan for you. Oh boy. So, yes. So as usual, the state's plan might not be your plan. Mm -hmm. the state's plan is your closest living relative is the one that makes the decision for you. Yeah, now, what if you don't like that relative? <laughs> well, and that's just the thing. Um, closest living relative might, in your mind, mean, you know, your spouse, your children, your parents. But if your weird owl lives two blocks from you and your mom lives 10, guess who gets to make the decision? It's literally the person that's the closest in proximity.
proximity to you, not closest sanguinity. Oh, I can't say that word. <laughs> so. Right, right. It's so many issues. I, I had um, someone tell me, well, I don't have anything materialistic. And I want to, for us to talk about this a little bit as well, because it's not about material things. Well, that's exactly right. Um, most people, when you say living will, they think for some mm -hmm. reason it's your stuff. No, it's actually the most important thing God gave you. It's you. And it's, it's what you would desire. So I've had these conversations with my sister and uh, my best friend and said, hey, listen, you know, if I'm in a bad car accident, you know, give me a couple of weeks to, you know, see if I can pull together, you know, try to pull out, I mean, all the stops, but, you know, just about everything to see what we can do for a couple of weeks. Because, you know, I mean, if I have a, you know, compound fracture or, you know, head injury, I might be a little confused and not able to move very quickly, but you know, I'll recover from it. So plan A is always to get better. And plan B is if you happen to be irreversibly injured or terminal illness, at that point, then what do you want? What, what are the things that are most important to you? Absolutely. Is spending time with your family um, and, and being at home, is that the most important thing to you? Mm -hmm. Well, then, you know, let your loved ones know. If you don't want to be home, if you want everything done for you, if you want to be in the hospice, in a mm -hmm. hospital setting, then yeah. tell your family that because that's what's important to you. And it doesn't matter what I want. It, it matters what you want. Absolutely. And that's all we want to do is to be able to pull together individuals so that they can puzzle out these priorities that they have for their lives and then just be able to um, choose their champion so that it's documented as far as who they want to be their medical uh, power of attorney and then also um, it kind of builds on on legacy so how how you want to steward the the time that you have so if you're 18 you know, you, you are planning to have your whole life ahead of you and your advanced care planning decisions are much different than if you're 90 years old and you have terminal cancer. And to me, it's about starting off. Some of my families have, you know, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, well, she's not going to talk to us about it. But sometimes bringing a impartial individual to the table just to kind of get those feelings. But I want to emphasize that just because someone is your husband, daughter, son does not mean that they are, I want to use my words kindly here, worthy of being your medical power attorney. Meaning that choose someone who is going to really carry out your wishes, not theirs. And it takes a strong person to really step into that role, to take themselves out of it and put your wants first. Yeah, and you know, in, in some cases, you know, it's not the, the person that lives closest to you. My mom lives closer to me than my, my sister does. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm not sure my mom would, would follow 
you know, my, my wishes. I, right. I have a feeling she'd be like, we're pulling out all the stops. This kid's not leaving me. So a absolutely not how yeah. it works. <laughs> <laughs> Mamas may have a hard time. So you also have to look at that person's um, mental strength. Not, yeah. you know, you got to have somebody that says, no, she would have wanted this. It's written right here. You're not deviating from that period. You know, and I go back to, you know, when my mom was here and I had to be her medical power of attorney. She was only 55 when she passed. Oh, I personally wanted her to fight. What? But she had verbalized very distinctly in her, her um, medical power of attorney paperwork, advanced directives, what she wanted. Period. No deviating from that. So as her chosen medical power of attorney, I had to take my feelings out of it. Wow. I had to rest it in the fact that, hey, I did what she would have wanted to do in her place if she could have spoken for herself at that time. So that's yeah. something that, you know, that person that you are given that responsibility to, you got to make sure that they're ready for it. You know, just having that conversation. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's honoring the person. It is. And their wishes and it is. We, we say basically if you have life and breath, you have a legacy to leave and the way that you exit, um, we, should, we should know your wishes in advance so that we can honor them. Absolutely. And so we, um, we know that this subject is difficult and that's why mm -hmm. we actually train people in evidence-based and a neutral value on how to have these conversations because it's not easy mm -hmm. and we we give our folks lots of time to, to practice and we use basically a conversational template so that they can kind of oh. stay, stay in a framework, but still customize it for each individual. That way you, you stay on, on target because there are mm -hmm. some, like we said, some, some things that are very uh, similar, right. um, but as individuals, very different. Absolutely. So we, we understand that this is a hard, hard conversation, but it's a conversation that needs to be had with every family. And I love that Care and Prepare is so dedicated to, you know, making this topic a little bit easier to approach. Right? Well, that's actually the focus of this year is um, we've asked for some grant money to run a research project to see if new language uh, that's more easily understood leads to a better engagement. Okay. And so choosing your champion is, is one of those door openers. I'll, I'll give you an example. We, we changed our name a couple of years ago because we found our name was a conversation killer. Mm -hmm. And we, we wanted to draw more people in and, and have these, I call them Velcro moments where they are pulled into just by their interest. So when I say choose your champion, that's much easier than, um, do you have a death wish? Um, oh. well, that, that does <laughs> yes. I mean, maybe stand up comedy, yeah, but right. just, just in general, you know, choose your champion is just a lot better way to oh, phrase yeah. it because it's oh, really I love it. everybody knows what a champion is and mm -hmm. yet everybody has a different idea. Right. So the idea is to find out who your best champion will be. And, and that's what we're looking um, is, is to be able to help 
you help the public uh, be able to make a better decision and more informed decision just by using a little bit different language. Right, right. So I had the chance to peruse your website a little bit and I need to go back because it's just a wonderful site. So tell us about some of the other things that you have going on um, on that site. Do you have classes? Do you have well, you know, COVID changed everything. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> we used to have classes uh, two to three times a year mm -hmm. in training uh, facilitators. Um, I was going to say last year about this time, we had planned on being at a symposium oh, and, and okay. offering uh, one of our latest resources, the Care for Care. Okay. Yeah, a handbook. And so yeah. this pretty much has everything you could possibly need. It's curated resources from across the internet. Um, basically, you know, vetted sources for, you know, how do you make, a, how do you choose your champion? How do you make a living will? What if you decide, you know, uh, I'm, I'm older, I've lived a good life, I'm 98, I don't want CPR. How do you make that known to people? Uh, or I'm 98 and I want CPR and whatever I want. So uh, it walks you through there systematically of, of how to make these decisions. And then it would be a great addition to your medical binder because mm -hmm. it, it advocates putting all of these things in one place. So this is a perfect option um, for people to put in their medical binder. Absolutely. I would, so, if not that alone, I wanted to get some things from you. We'll talk about that after the call. <laughs> but yes, definitely. definitely. So yeah, so we used to have like three times a year, we would do uh, these evidence-based trainings and we would have physicians, we would have nurses from um, Good Shepherd Ministry over at the, um, how can I think of the name of it? It'll come to me. Um, we, we, we basically trained from the penthouse to the poorhouse. I mean, we, oh, wow. we've done uh, I can't think of the name of the mission down there. It's, it's not Presbyterians. It's, it's the other one. Hmm. Yeah, it's been a good partnership. Um, <laughs> we basically wanted to make our services available to anybody and everybody. And so we've been fortunate to have people underwrite our efforts. Um, COVID has changed everything in that, you know, now people understand that your healthcare status could change on a dime. And yeah. so it would probably be better to be prepared than not be prepared. So we've just tried to um, take our message to as many people as possible. So we've reached out mainly via webinar, um, you know, in the past year, that's been our major source of reaching out. And, and we do presentations. We've done it for uh, Trinity Terrace uh, Retirement Center. We've yeah, also nice helped one of the uh, support groups at Lockheed okay. um, and then oh we've 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 actually done a, a few for you know churches and First Presbyterian and, and others we used to do this the uh, presentations in person but you know now we yeah. you know, do via webinar since um, so many people are you know sequestered these days Absolutely, absolutely. So it is a site worth visiting. So for those of you who want to learn more about Care and Prepare or Choose Your Champion, I love that. How would they get in, in touch with you? 
Well, it's really easy. Our website is www.care, spell it out, A-N-D, prepare, P-R-E-P-A-R-E dot -E org. And on our homepage, you'll see, you know, what our mission is. You'll, you'll have some uh, resources at the bottom on COVID. Um, the next page talks about some of the activities uh, that we've had recently. We just sponsored a uh, healthcare uh, lecture um, just recently. And mm -hmm. we've also, excuse me, it must be it's because it's 530. Yes. Like, <laughs> usually, uh, I'm usually like, you know, sitting in front of- uh, Absolutely, you know, that time changes. So my bad. Uh, <laughs> So we, we've also got some uh, webinars on there. Like we have one, Choose Your Champion. Uh, we also have uh, Promise Me This, which came from an actual conversation uh, between me and my father. Um, mm -hmm. it, was, it was a Mother's Day and we were finishing up planting the flowers in the front yard. And my dad stopped me as I was, you know, getting ready to go home. And he said, promise me this, if anything ever happens to me, and then he articulated what his priorities were. Of course, I was like, Dad, are you okay? Do we need to go to the hospital or, you know, the doctor? He goes, no, no, it's fine. I just want you to know this is what is most important to me. And now, ironically, six months later, he passed away suddenly. Mm -hmm. And so since not everyone has a, a prophet for a father, I, I felt like it was a, a really important title because it meant a lot to me that my dad would spell out his priorities. And um, so we, we walk you through some advanced care planning information on that. Promise Me This Too talks about um, after you do your first um, several documents, what else should I consider about my legacy? And we address planned giving. So that can be very important for individuals. Um, you may have uh, saved enough that you really want to, to bless your church or whatever civic organization that you're attached to and how should you go about that it gives you some good ideas from a couple of great friends of mine that are will really uh, well versed in the um, fundraising or planned giving area so they give some great um, nuggets that's awesome that's a wonderful story thank you for sharing that um, yeah. So I want to ask some about a little bit before we, you know, tie this up. I wanted to ask a little bit about the volunteers who work at Care and Prepare. We're Can like a 99% uh, volunteer organization, which is pretty amazing. So our, our board is a working board. So they will um, go out and, and give these presentations um, at different organizations as well as, you know, seek out opportunities which if anyone wants to get in touch with us, um, we have a real easy email. It's info, I-N-F-O at careandprepare.org. Awesome. And if you have an organization that you would like for us to talk a little bit about advanced care planning, choose your champion or some other issue, please let us know. We do this free of charge and we're able to extend our reach uh, because of Zoom. So it's been very helpful mm -hmm. for us. We love uh, helping people increase in their healthcare literacy and health education, especially where it's, you know, involving end of life care and their medical wishes. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Leah, thank you again. So one more time, how can people get in touch with you? 
info at careandprepare.org. That's all spelled out. And um, we would love to help people, you know, walk through their advanced care planning. Um, we do have resources on our resource page. If you just click on choose your champion, then you'll go to a link and it'll give you all the paperwork that you need to, to fill out for a medical power of attorney. If you need some assistance in walking through some of that, then just shoot us an email at info at careandprepare.org. I'd be more than happy to follow up with anyone. So. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much again. Again, that everyone, this is Leah Wingard with Care and Prepare. Please, please, whatever you do, visit that website before the night is finished. My name is Deidre Kendrick. I'm a nurse advocate, educator, and navigator. I love bringing you reputable resources from our local communities. Join us next time for another amazing resource. Thank you.